We're all on this Disney Folly adventure together. Yeah, I have glitter everywhere. Disney's Follies fans. Hello. I'm Justine. And I'm Ryan. And this cocktail is weird. Yes. In <laughs> fact, this is we have to start with the cocktail this time wait, around. Wait, wait, wait. We're doing Sword in the Stone. We're doing Sword in the Stone, which until recent there's two things about this movie. One, this is the first one in our project I did not watch yet until we did it. Same. Same. Yeah, we, we didn't have it as kids. Oh, um, you are Justine has the cocktail in her mouth, and it, there's some kind of amazing black magic process <laughs> happening in the confines of her mouth right now. Um, just no, hold your anticipation, guys. This is an amazing story. Yeah. But I did want to touch on the fact that your your fiance, and this is the first episode that we can say that <laughs> Justine is getting it absolutely proposed to you. Where? Uh, this is Disney's Folly, so land. Uh, this fiancé in question, whose name will be redacted if we say it, loved this movie as a kid. It was this well, and what was the other one? Well, he said he watched it a lot. This and Robin Hood were on heavy rotation. Robin Hood's the shit. In, in the boys' house because of, uh, I guess, either a medieval, medieval thing things. Knights and dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Are there knights and dragons in this? There was a dragon briefly, but it was oh. secretly, it was a lady. It wasn't secret. It was a lady The lady transferred. This is around the time of Pete's, no, it's not. It's well before Pete's dragon, yeah. well after the reluctant dragon. Uh-huh. Dragons happen so, in animated movies. So this cocktail. We're gonna we're jumping right in. So we follow this YouTube channel called How to Drink. Yes. And so do you. You should. Wonderful fellow. And uh he made something for New Year's called these like name to be determined later, but like cocktail, mm -hmm. New Year's Eve, ball drop thingies mm -hmm. or whatever and i followed his recipe and i well i halved it because i made i messed up i made it these are meant times. to evoke bath bombs they're right. like yeah they're supposed um, to be like little balls of concentrated powder yeah, and i and thought that would glitter. be really cool for sword in the stone it's a stone and we we have mm -hmm. these awesome little copper swords and i stuck it in yeah and uh it tastes so much like baking soda and it tastes like you're drinking a volcano project oh my god it's um it is it's all science It's no it's, flavor. It's just like all. And like, I think if I made it again, I would maybe use less baking soda because that's yeah. literally all I taste. But it's pretty and it's cool because I used a lot of glitter. It definitely tastes like a thick paste of the white powders that you find in, I don't know, in the weird section of your pantry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which for is sure. kind of what it is. So yeah. um, I don't know if I'm going to give the recipe just because I mucked it up. And so I... I need to tweak it if we were to do this again. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But, it, it, well, but um, um, it's pretty. And I just poured mine with water just to just to see it relax or just to see it react. So, um, yeah, glitter, man. There's a lot of it right now. No, just, I was telling Justine that she was sparkling with a little Cindy Crawford, the uh, uh, little glitter note on her. <laughs> we're gonna, we're, our faces are going to shine until oh, yeah. we're 45. <laughs> what my favorite was when you said it, it was like toothpaste without the mint. Mm -hmm. So it's just like if you removed all what's enjoyable about toothpaste yeah. from toothpaste, well, the first time dissolved I made it, it in your gin. I 
put five ounces of bitters, not 0.5. And so it was already reacting as we were trying to Even do if you it. have an HDTV, HD oh my God, it's glitterati. This is, <laughs> wow, that's amazing. You look like you should, your fingers should go to Times I'm Square. The, um, it, 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 um, I totally forgot what I was going to say because I have too much glitter, glitter in my brain walking around this whole thing. Glitter, so we, glitter, bom glitter. We, we bombed another cocktail. We were originally going to put plastic swords in uh, a larger ice cube and make let it melt. Yeah, and make something called like a dragon's breath. Or like I was thinking because I, I was thinking back to like magical dinner with like the wassail. Remember when we did magical dinner in high oh, school? God. and No, no. Yes. I mean, we don't have to think about all that, but just like the whole the mead or the grog or this, these kind of medieval sure. spicy ale type drinks. I just drinks. thought it'd be fun. It, you know, it was a great idea well, and we have many great experiences and photographs in the process, but enjoyment was limited. Hey, future Justine here. Just wanted to add, this is not how to drink's fault at all. This was clearly an error in my way of making this um, bomb stone cocktail. It is not how to drink's fault. His turned out fantastic. So follow his recipe, maybe a little bit more clearly than I did. Also, so sorry for Nellie barking. And that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. At the end of the day, anything that discourages you from drinking in dry January... Happy dry January to all our listeners that are drinking along with us. That's right why we wanted to you try to do it. You almost made it. I wanted to try to do it. It's with probably water. gonna be like December 2023 by the so. time this airs. So yeah. <laughs> I'm re-editing this in July 2021. I'm on schedule. So um that's why I did this one too. So you just have water in your glass right now? Yeah, I just, and, and, the the, and the bomb. It's a beautiful pink. It's really cloth. pretty. It's like all head and a rose gold sword. Justine, I don't want to tell you what it's like. This is like <laughs> I know I, I literally smeared it. If on my chicken face. pox were iridescent, <laughs> you would be confined to your room. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah, you would glow in the dark. It's amazing. So <laughs> the sword <laughs> in the stone. Have you seen this movie, guys? This is an inch this is a wacky one. This was a hit. What? It was a hit. It wasn't a Cinderella hit. But it was a hit. But it was made around the time that the studio was not making many animated movies because they cost too damn much and Walt was all off doing his parks. And to all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America, with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. Tending to his stuff and making well, Mary Poppins. Well, and making Mary Poppins. Yeah, mm -hmm. honestly making Mary Poppins. Mm -hmm. And he was focusing on that. So I get it. Thank you for focusing on Mary Poppins and not... Winds in the East... Miss coming in. Like something is brewing, about to begin. Can't put me finger on what lies in store. I feel what's to happen. All happened before. Do you think it's the best live action movie that yeah, they made? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's a great one, and we're sad that it's not part of the list. Mm -hmm. for this because we love Mary Poppins and we could talk your ears off. Yeah, I love Julie Andrews. I love Dick Van Dyke. Mm -hmm. I love the animated penguins. Mm -hmm. I even, I love... Emily Blunt.
What? Original Mary Poppins is a classic on the order of any movie you can mention. I like Cherry Tree Lane. He interrupted me. Oh, I'm, about so what's sorry. Face. I'm so sorry. I like the Admiral. That's crazy. That's my shtick. Um, yeah. Mm. I like the original a lot, a lot. For one year for Christmas, I asked for a copy of it signed by Dick Van Dyke and Julie Andrews. I got the copy. I did not get it signed. Wow. Your parents didn't even forge the signature to try to... <laughs> Come on. No. How would you know? No, I That's would. That's amazing. Well, they're both still around to meet. Thank God. Yeah, exactly. And it could happen. So... <laughs> You know, if Lady Gaga's friends with Julie Andrews, I'm sure you'll be friends with what? Julie Andrews. Yeah. And when she did that sound of music. Graf Julie. Exactly. <laughs> Please give me Jack Van Dyke's number. Let's talk about. I'm just going to totally screw this outline. No, let's, it's okay. We let's can do talk it. about. Um, but I want to talk about the music because you're singing. Oh, and okay. we're talking about Mary Poppins. Let's yeah. talk about the Sherman Brothers. Of all the composers who wrote songs for Disney, None captured his spirit better than the Sherman brothers. Robert B. Sherman and Richard M. Sherman. Oh, yeah. This is their first animated appearance. Mm-hmm. They, 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 were, uh, they made a hit. They were songwriters, working songwriters, kind of in the line of the Brill Building type songwriters. And they made a hit for Annette Funicello, oh. the famous Mouseketeer. Yes. Right. A hit called Tall Paul. Sure. I've never heard it. I imagine it sounds as corny as its title. It's 1959. It's mm-hmm. a cheesy... You know, itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini kind of novelty single. But I guess Disney heard something in Tall Paul yeah. and said, "I need these men for my." And so they wrote a, a song for the absent-minded professor okay. in 1961. And then this is their next project, just before Mary Poppins. But they're working on Mary Poppins and It's a Small World and all that while they're oh, I they're see, in I his see, employ. But this is their first. Do you remember any songs from this movie? Blah, 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 to and fro. That's what makes the world go round. I knew I could count on you, Justine. Yeah. In and out, thin and stout. That's what makes the world go round. Real, for every high, real high aspirational effort. For you. every stop, there is a go, and that's what makes the world go round. Bright like day and night. That's what makes the world go round. In and out, thin and stout. That's what makes the world go round. For every up, there is a down. For every square, there is a round. Yeah. So thank you, Richard and other Sherman. I mean, it definitely sounds like them. And then the um, magic-y business mm-hmm. that Merlin sings. It definitely sounds like a Sherman Brothers song. And when you said that, what do you mean by that? I mean, it's like the... Um, like the up, these up kind of playful, down, like little, yeah, 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 cadences. Yeah, that's like true. That. They have these; know. they're very good at writing these sing-songy kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a big part of the movie. Let me sum up my feelings about this movie. Wait, what already? No, no, I'm just introduced kind of to where we're like to talking to doing a podcast about it. <laughs> um, Bill Pete is the main animating guy. He was with the studio from uh, the early... He was with it since Snow White. And he was the main guy on this movie. And um, they called him... Milt Call called him the best story guy in the business. This movie has no story. Yeah. This movie is is set piece after set piece. And once it gets to the actual story where I'd be interested in wanting to know about it, it, Mm -hmm. the movie stops. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. I was like... (laughs) I was like, what? Literally, that's it? King Arthur. Yeah. Show me how this kid is going to rule when he was bullied his whole life. Show me how, like, how he get, meets his knights of the round table. Mm-hmm. Show me mm-hmm. that. Give me the three hours of that stuff. With, I don't need three hours. Yeah. But, like, they another, can, it just seemed like they stopped it as soon as it got 
piqued my interest. Exactly. See, that would have solved the problem of having the kid turn hit puberty two seconds into oh recording his lines. Oh my god! Yeah, let's talk about see, that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. How many King Arthur's are there? There's or warts? three. Oh, my name's Arthur, but everyone calls me Wart. He's not an old devil. He he's good, and, and his magic is good too. But I can't read in this movie. <laughs> and you can definitely. T- <laughs> they did not try at all. No, they did not. He literally says one line like this, and then another like this. Like it's in two seconds. The next scene, he's like, "Boy, when my voice before my voice had dropped good. eight minutes ago, not even I went on this like, adventure." It's yeah. So and then so it goes crazy. back. It can't commit. I mean, I feel like my puberty was like that, but at the same time, I do think there's a hard line at one point where mm-hmm. your where your voice does drop, and mm-hmm. it doesn't happen in this movie. Um, there was a kid that was cast. He hit puberty about about. Like, during the first recording session. That's not true, but it might as well have been. And Wolfgang Reitherman, who now is the official director of most of these things, and I believe he qualifies as one of the nine old men, Wolfgang Reitherman. He's been there okay, since yeah, a long yeah, time. Yeah. He said, oh, I have these two boys, these two sons of mine. They can just do it. Now, the funny thing is, I think the kids whose voices haven't dropped, their performances are a little better. Yeah, maybe so. They're not so bad, but it, it's just no commitment to. And it parallels the drawing style of the movie. This is the first Disney movie where you don't get the sense, besides Dumbo, which we know was on the cheap. Yeah. The first where you don't get the sense they were trying to make a beautiful movie. Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, man. The second movie was Xenocrony, which is the Xeroxing, which shows the hard animator lines, which is so delightful in 101 Dalmatians. Uh Uh-huh. And then in Sword of the Stone, my favorite thing is the first time we watched this, my wife, she described it in the deathless phrase, shit on a page. (laughs) We were trying to decide if we liked the fact that it was so stylized. Yeah, I couldn't tell. I think I decided that I liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why, though. Yeah. It's such a simple movie. It kind of evokes the stylization of Sleeping Beauty, but not nearly with the same care and artistry at all. There's one scene where they're around water before they go under it. The water is so beautiful on the surface because that's the Disney trick. Yeah, Disney does water right. But the whole thing is like... It's just very sketchy, literally sketchy. And that's yeah. very strange for a movie that they spent since the 30s working on. So Yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. It's crazy. I don't it's know. It's crazy. Um, well, the way this movie was put together um, is that Disney had put all its projects through the pipeline. And they, they again, working very heavily on the parks. And he's mm-hmm. trying to make... You know, his next animated feature, his next rare animated feature, and come up with a hit. And they're working on this movie called Chanticleer. Oh. About a rooster. Oh. A rooster. It's a legend. It was written by the same guy, Cerno de Bergerac. And all the nine old men are working hard on selling this rooster movie. Mm-hmm. And simultaneously, Bill Pete, this other non nine old men who resented the fact that the nine old men got their credit, he was like, well, there was a lot more than, you know, nine people working on that stuff. He works on the sword and the stone. Mm-hmm. The nine old men do a really iffy pitch for the rooster movie. And from the back, they're like, you can't make a good movie out of a chicken. Walt himself <laughs> was like, well, you don't really want to pick up a chicken and pet it. Which is funny because I feel like that, like that hey, hey in Moana, like now they're like, they'll sell that at Disney and kids will want that, you know. But like, I don't think, I think they could have sold some roosters. Mm-hmm. But um, basically the failure of that pitch made this movie sort of huh. possible and we never got our rooster movie so that yeah. was basically that wow yeah it's kind of crazy i so, don't know if i'd want to watch a movie about a rooster i don't either i mean i don't know what happens to the rooster 
I've watched a movie about a rooster called Chicken Run. Mel Gibson plays the rooster. Don't we have to watch a chicken movie coming in the 90s? Oh, my God. And Yes. Home on the Range. I think there are chickens. Is that what happened with the rooster movie? There's three cows. Maybe it is. They used Chanticleer sketches and models. I don't know. But anyway, we got this medieval shit instead. Yeah. I mean. Did you like it? Everybody? Justine? Did you like it? No. Mm. This movie was tough. Yeah. I know nothing about Me the Middle Ages. No, it's I know boring. that it inspires a lot of nerds to be nerdy. Uh-huh. I've seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which also inspires a lot of nerds to be nerdy. Sure. Um, I don't know anything about uh-uh. the Middle Ages except that they were very dirty. Was there really magic? Like, we had to Google to see if King Arthur was real. He wasn't. And he wasn't. They say. So you don't have to Google it. Yeah. We did it for you. Jesus actually existed. King Arthur did not. Nope. Nope. So there's so. that. Robert Goulet oh, also did play, existed. he existed, and he did play Lancelot or whatever in Camelot oh. in that musical that I've never heard. You've probably never heard, listeners. So what, sorry, what year did this come out again? This came out in 63, it was three years after okay. Camelot, and of course, after yeah, Kennedy did have a chance to watch Sword in the Stone before sure. what happened happened. But they were planning this way before, so it wasn't yes. like, oh... They're talking about this being Camelot. Let's no. make a Camelot movie. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Does this movie feel the way 101 Dalmatians felt very, very 60s? Mm-hmm. Did this movie feel very modern to you at all? I mean, he makes some jokes about like flight mm. and the world not being flat. I, I did think those were kind of funny. Yeah, there's a lot of prophecy but stuff. Over those are gonna go over kids' heads so much. Yeah. Um, I thought Merlin was great. We were saying like if this had been made in like the 90s, that obviously like oh they had a bunch of trouble. Ryan said, like, finding the voice for Merlin yeah. and who voiced him. And it kind of just popped in my head. Maybe it was when he came back with the, um, the it was either when he gear. said, it was either the surfer gear or when he said something that was like modern. Oh, that's not, oh, right. That's not invented yet or yeah, whatever. Yeah. That I was like, oh, Robin Williams, Robin Williams would have been a really good voice it's for a big Merlin. Part of and it would have made it like, I feel like some of Merlin's lines that are funny were kind of maybe said in a way that, had they were thrown out mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i feel like they could have gotten a bigger laugh if they were like i don't know there was something that was distracting from his lines maybe yeah. it was the beard maybe it was how yeah i don't know what it was but i think that they're funny if you're reading it mm-hmm. but maybe you need a warmth and an eccentricity and you need him to be a little fatherly now mm-hmm. robin williams could have done that and yeah. did do that with the genie yeah um yeah, they said they tried like 70 different actors. And this is an interesting one because Disney still hasn't got to that place that animation is now where everybody playing a character is a celebrity. Right. It, it's happened in Disney, right. but in this case it wasn't. The guy that played Merlin was named Carl Swenson. He was in his late 50s as a character actor. Huh. You haven't heard of him. I haven't heard of him. He's no. been in some stuff, but yeah. he didn't have a big role. No. And um, I'm just thinking to myself, 1963, so many great older male actors you could have gotten. Like if who? it'd been going like on, who would you have picked the in the 60s? I, could, I, I don't know, know enough of them of. to know. It's like Peter Ustinov. It's like somebody like that, like somebody that has that good, like can play just like a good, like dotty old person. Just everybody in the early 60s, you know, the actors are still not like median age 25. It's I like, hope that listeners are yelling out suggestions. I know. And then well, they take those suggestions and you email them. So Cause I'm literally media. like drawing so many blanks. I know. Now. I know. I didn't, uh, that way I didn't want to bring it up even, but I, I feel like if they were not just looking for voice actors, they would have found a kick ass Merlin. Cause this movie's right. all Merlin. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of Merlin. It's and, scene after scene. And I think, yeah, if they're like, his voice is fine, but I think if there was a better Merlin, it would possibly be a better movie. They don't develop anything else outside of it. 
No. They've got a mean dad and a brother. Well, it's like adopted jerk. situation. And yeah, they're an adopted situation. Very little stakes. Like the stakes are like some kind of wonderful where it's just like the dad's like, oh, well, you can't go follow your dreams. And he's like, but I want to. And he's like, okay, kid, if you think so. It's like, it just, it's, you don't feel for anybody because the character development is really minimal. Yeah. Well, you felt for one character. Oh. <laughs> there was this movie Texas scene Squirrel. after scene. So first off, the only scene I knew from this movie, the reason I knew this movie existed is because I had a silly sing-alongs tape with the fish. Yeah, song. yeah, that's how I know that song. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd seen the fish song. Yeah. I Hashtag no sexy fish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This movie was hard to get when you were a kid, I think. I don't think it was like yeah, on yeah, the things and that kind of thing. I don't think so either. Where the kids didn't get it. Also, very few Disney movies involve a young male protagonist. This is untapped territory. Mm-hmm. Disney Disney does good with the young girls as yeah. the center. Yeah. For some reason, you don't give a shit when it's like a young man yet. They yeah. haven't done that. Yeah. Um. But so the fish, the first non-sexualized fish in a Disney movie, <laughs> we said, and then – but there's a whole weird scene where they're suddenly went, squirrels. And that scene went on for way too long. I, I would was say it's un- a third of the movie. I yeah. became uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, it was bad. Because it immediately introduces and dwells on heavily, although in 1963 all sex was still in the form of innuendo. Like, it dwells really heavily on the implications of this young squirrel and then eventually this older, rougher squirrel falling for these Merlin humans and that Arthur. are transferred. Yeah. Then the little squirrel gets her heart broken because so he's a much. human. Yeah. The, 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 the older squirrel's like, oh, well, you were just a dirty old man in a squirrel costume. Screw you. But the older squirrel's like, but I but I felt something. Yeah. And then they leave her in yeah. an extremely heartfelt shot and never come back. No. This movie's I up. for sure thought there would be a callback and that yeah. Marilyn would turn her into a it's girl and become unintelligible. So human hey, girl. Nelly, do you want the squirrel to be a girl? <gasps> do you want to be a human? Nellie has thoughts because she's an animal who has. Nellie was feelings. asleep the whole movie and she's yeah. not mad about it. Exactly. Hey, Nellie, do you want to be a human? Yes. Yeah. We can't turn you into one. I'm not Merlin. Hasn't been invented yet, although we know about it. Like, yeah, Merlin. Nellie would be a good Merlin. That was a weird scene. <laughs> hey, hey, Nellie. That was a weird scene. It's our weird. turn now. That was a weird scene. Nellie, for sure. For sure. Anyway, it was a weird scene. That was like that character I was like, oh, that, that sucks. And I for sure thought something would come of it at the end, but there's no callbacks or references no. to anything. No. And like even the Mim thing was like, she's not a big threat. Like there's That's no right. threat in this movie. And like right. the the father figure and the older brother figure, they're not <gasps> like they're jerks. They're not really big threats in this movie. No, it has they're like, not. Like Maleficent, the stakes or Crow Deville, or. Who's the other one in whatever other movie? I don't Lady know. Lady in the like, Tramp. Um, uh, the Dog Catcher. Like, yeah. like fuck, the Dog Catcher is a bigger villain than and the and, and Aunt Sarah and the Siamese twins, cat people, whatever's. You know, it's just like a oh, everything's all tied up and wrapped up, and then he gets the sword because oh spoiler God. alert, he gets the sword. And then it like well, in case he's you like, didn't know, he pulls it out of the stone. I don't want to be king. He pulls it like his face like Macaulay Culkin. Wow. And doesn't want to be king and tries to escape. And then he calls Merlin back from Bermuda. And he's like, well, we're going to. Oh, of course. Yes. You're going to have your King Arthur and Knights of the Round Table. And by the way, do you have an open position? Yeah. That kind of thing. Right. It is the most anticlimactic pulling the sword out of the And then it just ends. And I was like, we're not going to see anything else. And so Colin said something like his motivation, Merlin's motivation, Merlin's motivation, Merlin's motivation. That's hard to say. Merlin's motivation was just like get his coattails on whoever is going to become the king. And so because he can see the future, Mm -hmm. he 
got in with this boy mm-hmm. at, at the head start of it. So Secretary of Energy. So that he could play the Jafar. Mm-hmm. Precisely. I'm sure Merlin took a turn for the worse once power got to him. Or uh, Littlefinger from Game of Thrones or whatever. Like oh, that yes. advisory type role. Hopefully, we hope it goes well. But yes. it's just like, and maybe that's maybe that's the second movie that we need to make. Merlin versus the like the true good versus evil of like that's true. Arthur being holier than thou oh, enough to pull make it out. Nine different, more interesting second movies out of this movie. Yeah, because it sets that's all the beginning of it is. It's like set up, but set up for very, very little payoff. What I'll say is that I liked the idea of like they had a couple good lines in this movie. Like when they're talking about falling off branches and Merlin's like, don't take gravity too lightly or it'll catch up with you. <laughs> or at the end when he's Okay, so like that whole bit where Merlin enchants a whole bunch of dishes to wash themselves, oh. forgets about them, yeah, and then it's a no. huge point of contention. Well, later. I think he doesn't forget about them. I think they do that so that they can go off and oh, do right. the next no, like that's true. training yeah. thingy. Mm-hmm. But also, why is everyone so bent out of shape about him doing housework yeah. as magic? Hello, that sounds awesome. If you came home and your dishes were being washed, were being washed for you, yeah, you'd be a little freaked out. But would you be like, stop? No, let no. me get Especially back in there. Especially if I already knew there was a wizard in my. Living right. in my castle, I You're feel like... You're already aware of the magic. Like, There's hey, no while excuse. we're at it, dude, can you dig out a pool in the backyard? See, it's a dumb way to create Can you steaks. make this soap cocktail thing taste a little <laughs> bit better? Wing. There you go. Wingardium Leviosa. There it goes. It's perfect. But, like, but he, he says, with tears in his eyes to his dad, he's like, just because you can't understand something, his dad figure, just... Well, if he's adopted him, you can call him dad. But he's not day. truly adopting him. He's using him as a, oh, as well, a page. True. Yeah, no, you're right. He's almost like an apprentice. His eventual ex-dad. An apprentice-type an apprentice situation. That young Culkin will divorce. Because he just said took under wing. He didn't say adopt. Right. He he said sort of raised as my and own. there's no love going on there. No, so it's not an adoption situation. It's truly like a free labor situation. Right. But he's got that great line where he's like, just because you can't understand something doesn't mean it's wrong. A great line in any context. But any True. later Disney movie would make you feel that relationship. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I'm choking on glitter. Well, nobody can really blame you. If you saw or tasted this cocktail, you would start coughing already. It's like giggle water. (laughs) (laughs) That movie about um, except that you want to cry. Yeah. Oh, um, what what the hell's giggle water? Yeah, it's oh, in that friggin' yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. How to train your beasts? (laughs) How to train your newts? (laughs) Luna's great grandfather. Um, Yes. Um, What the fudge? Yeah, but so anyway, so yeah, fantastic beasts. All of the Disney movies, they're really good at making you feel familial stakes, whether it's an abusive parent or a real parent that's lost or whatever. And this movie, you don't feel a thing. Oh, right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. When he's tearing up, I'm like, what? Yeah. These are not earned tears. You're forcing it. Sorry. This is what I can't can't understand. Bill Pete, the greatest story writer in the- In the world. And like, well, where were you, Bill? He was trying to help everybody out with Chanticleer. Here's what the rooster can do. Oh, yep. Sorry. Here's my medieval movie. Yeah. I'm sorry just, I didn't erase the sketch lines. It just felt ha- like for them, to, especially because they're like, no, we're going with this. I've, I'm really surprised they did not put more into this. Again, Disney is uh, building building up Walt Disney, buying up land. Shh, don't tell Florida so we can get on the cheap and like doing all that business. Mm-hmm. Also, Absolutely. we're just clearly filling time for this episode because I don't have much else to talk about. Well, this was, this was one where the story behind it wasn't all that interesting. The The artistic effects and the writing of overall the movie is kind of a 
I think there's a reason that it's so obscure these yeah. days. You know what I mean? Um, what, what quote is that from? Or oh, it's is it familiar? Oh, this is lackluster. What is lackluster? Lacks luster. Hmm. I think it's from. Um, I think it's actually from this like silly. Um, nope, Nelly. Uh, David Hyde Pierce, Broadway musical camper, thirties detective mm-hmm. play. I forget mm-hmm. what it's called. I saw it, but anyway, it lacks. Luster. It does lack luster. It, it, it's a distinctly the songs aren't magic, the visuals aren't magic. Nelly, the acting isn't magic, the story isn't magic. There's magic in it, but there's not just there's not much magic. What kind of imprint does this movie have on the parks, if any? Oh, okay. So in the parks, it's pretty cool actually. They used to have this Merlin walk around character, which is pretty awesome, and uh, our friend. Our friend, <laughs> person we get information from who does mm. not know we exist, it's Jim Corcus. Oh, this is peeling. He's our friend. Uh, he's our friend. It's not peeling. I think it's the design. Uh, he was a friend of Merlin. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, nudge. So, um, that, that just means he was Merlin. Yeah, I know. I just I like I like how you did that. In case children are listening. Oh no, don't worry, children. But don't drink anything, children. No. Or listen to us say the curse words. Anyway. Or hang out too much too often with an old wizard that or doesn't explain watch himself. This movie. Anyway. Yeah, better things to do. <laughs> so it's in the parks and they still have, and he used to do this whole big presentation and show where they would like make a big production and he'd pick, you know, a big dad and man and well, try to mm-hmm. lift up the stone and other people and try mm-hmm. to lift up the stone and then you pick this little kid and then a, he would press the little button in his pocket and then the oh. sword would be be able to come up and then you would be like a uh, king for the day at magic kingdom and get this like used to get this really cool pin and then became a button and now they don't even do the show anymore that's amazing yeah that's amazing to have had that so if you listeners have that or have pictures of that or you were that one yeah. day and you, you have experience of and it are still waiting to be ordained king of england yeah like let me let us send us in those pins or pictures i'm pretty sure they used to give you a pin so mm-hmm. that's hella hella cool yeah um, merlin doesn't walk around anymore i don't think he's anywhere the sword and the stone is still there and the anvil i think it's in front of i know it's in front of the um carousel Oh, okay. So I don't think I've ever noticed it. Yeah, yeah. Next time you're there, I wonder if it still has the button function, but they just don't have the. Well, thing it's like anymore. I think it's like it was a remote thing yeah. to like loosen it or uh, yeah, like yeah, unlock yeah. it. Almost like that for me is the coolest thing about the whole thing. Yeah, because you can still go up to it and pull to your heart's content, but it's not going to budge. Right. Sorry, I think guys. it's all like remote. If you do though, shit. Yeah, that would be somebody. awesome. There'll probably be a big ray of light above you and a whole bunch um, of floating down. Oh, okay, so the carousel at Disneyland is actually named after King Arthur. However, it's Pictures of Sleeping Beauty, oh, like painted. So that's weird. The good medieval um, movie. And then, of course, like, and I'm, I've tried playing it just because I've been to Disney so often. But they have the Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom card thing, and so how it works is they have these wind interactive window displays um, set up in different areas of fan, of all of the lands in Magic Kingdom that you. Um, not unlike an early version of maybe what you would do with your wand at Harry. Hey guys, Justine again from the future. Um, I'm not sure what happened with this part of the audio. It just totally got cut out. So um, unfortunately, though, this helps because the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom card interactive game, that was a free thing that you could do around the Magic Kingdom, has now since closed and is no longer active. You can't get the cards from the fire station anymore. And you can't play with the interactive windows, which is 
a super bummer because Disney, I know obviously with this past year of the Panini had to change a lot of things, but I really kind of always liked that, that extra free little magic that Disney had there. And unfortunately, this game is now gone. So if you have those cards, hold on to them because they may be collector's items one day. I have a couple. I have some duplicates. Maybe we can set up a trade. Next, we have my lovely, lovely cousin who is a listener of the pod, Brenna. She sent us some beautiful like pint glasses with our old school logo on them. That like purple logo with like Tinkerbell and just like a Disney-esque looking font. And so she sent Ryan and I some of those glasses. And then so we will get back to the pod in the middle of us opening up those glasses. But we love them. I think they're so cool. She was like so much, Brenna. And Brenna, I was texting her a lot about the new icon and how I wanted to oh happy Yes. Love your podcast. You guys are so fun. Happy casting. Damn right. Thank you so much. Yes, so wonderful. she was so, she, once I got them, she's like, damn it, you changed your logo. Well, she didn't say it, <laughs> damn it. I, right, of course, but nevertheless. And I'm like, hey, they're vintage now. They're right. one of a kind, truly. And honestly, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you so much. Well, we got all this bubble wrap to pop, too. So I'm telling you what I'm doing after this. ASMR Fantastic. podcast. Hell yeah, hell yeah. It's the best in the world. It's so satisfying. <clears throat> oh, no, more, so, more, please, more. That was my Karen yeah, impression. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we got a present. We got some fan mail. Thank you, Brenna. Podcasting's paying off, so. Damn right, damn right. Well, <laughs> one expects. By the time this episode goes up, yeah, we'll be rolling in podcast money, and we'll be filling our drinks Lust with, with the nicest vintage. Yeah, these are so, so awesome. adorable. I I love it. I love mm-hmm. it so, so much. Yes, so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, everybody that supports Disney's Fox. Yes, thank you for listening. Tease out these movies. Because yeah. that's what I was thinking today watching this. Just, I was like, you know, Disney has – I did just say that Disney has very few movies that are very obscure. But they still – they have these patches that are really good. And then mm-hmm. they have these patches that are really weird and, and curious. And mm-hmm. it, it's amazing. We're such Disney fans. But to constantly encounter movies where we're just like, how did this – have so much time and effort behind it and get put out and like get on the list. And you said it was a hit? It was the sixth yeah. highest grossing movie of 1963. What the fuck? I don't know what the first highest was, but I mean, 63 is all kinds of shit coming like, out. Like, I guess this truly just put Disney's name on it and people will go. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. people are jazzed about land. Mm-hmm. They don't even know about world yet. They're all mm-hmm. riding that high. The asphalt's finally cooled off and, right. and sealed so no lady's heels are stuck mm-hmm. in it anymore. Yes. But... I wonder if that's what it was. That being said, Colin and I, when we were watching, mm-hmm. when we had first started, he's like, we love that 60s or that old Disney vintage style of the title cards and everything yes. and the book that magically yes. turns. Love that. Probably favorite part of the movie. They're beautiful. More beautiful than the animation in the movie. And it except gives the water. suggestion, well, that's true, except the water. But his tears were water. weird and her tears were weird as a squirrel. So like not all water, just like moat water, which... Hashtag moat life. You watch this movie. You don't watch it for the animation. You, this is why there's no Some, documentary. Sometimes I do. It's because none of Look back the, at my Dumbo rating. That's what, what I'm saying. No, no. Is. Often we do. But in this particular movie, this is why they never damn documentaries because none of the none of the animators were inspired by the animation. In this and movie. wanted to fess up that they had done it. <laughs> Probably. Right? Like, okay, let's go. Like, Ward Kimball. We were trying think, to get back at Bill P. Like, I don't think Ward Kimball. I didn't see Ward Kimball. Oh, but speaking of animators' names, I did see some women finally listed as animators mm-hmm. or layout design people like in the opening credits. So mm-hmm. yay. It's I the do 60s, bet you that man. none of them were black though. This is the thing though. Progress happens like this in waves. It's either like 
like a black man does it first mm -hmm. or a white woman and it'll take years mm -hmm. for the black woman to do that unfortunately right. so it's just unfortunate it is man. unfortunate but it's not 1963 anymore so thank we have, god luckily come a long it's way it's 2020 you guys paying for movies like the sword and the stone anymore in like a hundred years ago to the day ish, prohibition started. That's true. I hope you all are flapping it up and jazzing yeah, it up. Yeah, until and... like today. Mm -hmm. Actually, when did prohibition? Yeah, start? for sure. Watch Let's out. Look, why not look Nine years, right now? market's gonna crash. We're gonna well, <laughs> history repeats. No, don't worry. Not, we don't know what's gonna come. Uh, we are not Merlin. We cannot tell the future. We, we all know what happened in 2020. We don't need to go through that again. Can't. Sure. We were talking about, and this got cut out. We were talking about his. Very limited powers, how he can do. Oh, I yeah, yeah, if he yeah. Got he, the could dish, pick, yeah. he could pick five things. Right. I have glitter everywhere. I'm tasting glitter. Yeah. No, I, I swear. <laughs> I'm giggling. I have to turn my face away from you because the glint from the sun, <laughs> and the sun. is reflecting oh, rays I'm just directly I'm just taking eyes. it my finger from the glass and just putting it on my mm -hmm. face at this mm -hmm. point because can't drink it. This <laughs> is all for you guys. This is all for you guys. Visually, mm -hmm. it's all for you. Yes. Precisely. <laughs> Let's real quick, just in case we lost it, the whole... I don't know if it got, the dishes thing got cut or not. Um, let me oh, just pose. Yes. If you went home uh -huh. and your dishes were all being washed for you, yeah. would you be upset? If I already knew someone magic was staying in my abode? Right. No. You're not even freaked out because you're honestly, like, oh, it's just a magic man. Yeah, and honestly, if I came home and saw that, I'd probably be a little bit freaked out, but I'd be like, right. cool, I don't have to do them. Right. My hands don't have to get dry. Right. Can you also build us a pool out back? Vacuum the stairs. Vacuum the stairs sucks because mm -hmm. it's like that angle. You're lifting that thing up to each step. I've done it a couple times. It's not as good as when Colin does it. And Colin does it better than I do. Um, that's not why I don't do it. Right. But it isn't why. Not why I don't. Whatever. He's just better at it than I am. It's hard to do. It's a heavy thing. Oh, yeah. I, if I had magic, I'd be like, yes, please, Mr. Exactly. Merlin. Can you be my um, help me? But since the magic help in this us. world is just love and. Oh, yeah, it is love. And cocktails. Work. And not cocktails mm -hmm. if it's January. And, and making making potions. Delegate the chores to the Science. people capable of them. Science, yes. I kept yelling that while we were. That's true. We'll prob we probably put the little bit of Ryan and I eating the, the second iteration oh, of sure. our batch. Sword should it be released? The 
creamy king of Dover. The colors are. This is what happens to a urinal cake, I think. Yeah. Oh, it is very pretty. I know, right? That's why I kind of want to keep the color. Oh, yeah. I should have thought of that. But look at all that baby. Yeah, you put too much. No, the color. No, it's okay. It's going to be a pretty color still. It's yeah, very sparkly. It's, it's bubbling over. Sip some. Sip it. Okay. somewhere in oh this episode God. yeah you um, just popped a little bit of science cotton candy in my mouth yeah. it was, and then the first uh, time i made it what i had to dump out i we didn't even try the mixture i dumped it out i accidentally grabbed the gum acia mm -hmm. bag and not the citric acid mm -hmm. bag and i had put seven grams of the gum acia in there which yeah. would have been gummy so i had to chuck that all yeah unfortunately you know what we are not scientists we're not and mm -hmm. this is our first time making it mixologists. And Greg, even though he said he was a novice from How to Drink, he he's making videos and crafting them a little bit longer than we have. So yeah. he knows that. And he did mention that if the humidity is different from where you are, which I'm pretty sure he records in a garage in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And we're recording in my shout dining room in Jersey. Austin. Shout out New Jersey. Uh, I love how he says glass. If it's not in the, at the end of the day, if, if you like what's in the glass. I love how so he great. spells out RN. <laughs> yeah. Just so, Greg, if you ever want to like partner up with us and like shout us out or make a movie yeah. for a Disney thing, maybe if you have a better idea for if sort you of need a some podcasters who will ruin your cocktails, yeah, <laughs> or if you want to make some to. and just just to even just shout us out, you don't even have to visit, but Greg, really say us, just have us be in the little side notes. But yes, I please. did send you a picture of our cocktails mm -hmm. and I bought the link, dink, link below, um, affiliate cocktail bomb bath bomb things ours were a lot bigger yeah. than yours what gives greg so it was a lot of baking soda yeah. and maybe i messed up i'm i'm really you just clicked the link you just followed greg i just followed greg i think greg i I, I i i cut it in half because i didn't have that much citric acid left because it was my yeah. third freaking batch but That's anyway okay. it was it was fun my no, mouth so will never be the same again no you're still tasting it i'm still tasting this it this is like pine nut mouth mm -hmm. you know about pine nut mouth nope right? If you eat too many pine nuts, sometimes you'll develop a condition where for a period of weeks you'll be unable to stop tasting bad when you come in contact with food. Oh, no, I'm just going to brush my teeth again after mm. we do this. It's the same scientific process, though. Excuse me. But Here's the thing about sword and the stone, which I am still, I can hear myself calling sword and the stone. It's sword in the stone. Get your sword out of my stone. I wonder what he thinks about this podcast. Get your sword this episode, this out of my stone. Remember I that podcast it. review? I love it. Review us on iTunes. Yes, please. Thank you. Especially if your name is a movie that we don't understand. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. So I like the idea of doing a movie about somebody coming of age by having oh, yeah. them learn how to, like, learn wisdom and learn how to cope by being animals. I think it's great. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I think that Disney could have done, or Pixar especially, could have done a great version of that movie. But it doesn't exist, and we have this instead. Yet. And... I don't know what that soul movie is going to be about from Pixar. Uh, music, right? No, I thought it was about your actual soul. I hope so, because we had our music Pixar movie that we can't disclose that we want to still do. 
but Pixar's not gonna get any outside help anyway. I don't know what Soul's about, but I then know. Go work for Pixar. I want to. They I keep a... standing outside their door, banging on it. <sighs> I wish. Actually, that's too far away. It's too far away. That's probably the way to get hired anyway. But no, no. Take some digital animation classes. I should. You should. There's I like I want to write. I'm sure them. there's a master class though. Aaron would be really good. Being yes, a she would. Yes, she would. Person. I want to write for them. Pixar. So I know that. Oh, is it Masterclass or is it, it's another online service that you can like, I know that I've heard them on other podcasts. It's been a while though, since I've heard them add. So if you want to shout us out and offer subscriptions mm-hmm. to our listeners and to us, um, us for free, uh, discounted for our listeners, please. And thank you. The we'll definitely look into the, the to the digital uh, animation classes and some maybe screenwriting, although you're pretty great. You don't need it. I would love to come up with story stuff for them. I would how love to how to club. make cocktail bombs Damn appropriately. Right. <laughs> I hear they drink a lot at Pixar in between sessions. So maybe well, not the last that is going there. Maybe not anyway, so. little maybe not pigs that are filled mm-hmm, ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All I gotta say is that whenever, if ever there's children in this household, you can bet your Boots. bottom <laughs> that that I will just make the same thing I did. <laughs> And, and and it'll be good for the teachers. Hey, teachers, I put a little something extra in there yeah, for you. Yeah. Maybe by then I will have picked it. You know what? A glittery volcano. It'll be like that volcano in that cute little short about like the lady volcano and the lava. Lo- exactly. Is that what it's called? It, what is it called? It's called something like that. Lava. Because Let's not look love. it up. Lava love. But like, but no, yeah, this was definitely reminiscent of your science projects with your baking soda Which, and your uh, vinegar. Yeah, it's just called lava. This and that. And uh, I never made one. Did you? I did. Really? What grade? Second. So in in Jersey. In Jersey. We did the paper mache. No offense, Texas, but that totally tracks. Um, uh, I probably didn't do it because um, our science class was like a a second religion class sometimes. Oh, dear. Oh, wow. It's okay. We just didn't learn about evolution. So when God created the heavens and earth. I'm sorry. We had a nun teach us science in sixth grade. And so the evolution chapter was a lot of, but we don't. It literally, and I think it was one day, and she was, she tells it all because I'm pretty sure like state mandated she had to, and was, but we don't believe in that at the end, and that was that. <laughs> then why did you spend all the time talking? I well, have so I, many questions. I think because she had to legally. Catholicism is not about questions. The priest is quite hot. So hot. Please be seated. And also with you. So you're a cool priest, are you? A cool priest. Yeah. No, I'm a big reader with no friends. Are you a cool person? Oh, I'm a pretty normal person. A normal person. Yeah, a normal person. What makes you a normal person? Well, I don't believe in God. I love it when he does that. You know. I gotta ask you this now that we're talking about heathen things. Um, because they got cut off. Time travel. Oh, Merlin yeah. time travels a lot in this movie. There's a lot about Merlin going through time and coming back in shorts and all that, like, and knowing about this Does and knowing about that. Does it time or is it just place? I don't know. Because I'm sure Bermuda existed. It just hadn't been discovered yet. So it kind of sounds ideal. Bermuda before it's untouched and polluted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's and it's vacant. I don't think they discovered New Zealand around the time of this. Okay, but he place. knows about it, and yeah, he it's, does know it's about not it. that it's like being built, unless unless it was being unless it's from volcano. 
and the volcano Maybe. hadn't formed yet. That's possible. Unless it's that, then there's no reason why he can't go there still in the same timeline. That's true. That's true. So maybe he can just uh, teleport, apparate, yeah. as they say. But um, I was telling you, but I don't. I don't really necessarily even myself. I don't believe in time travel. Okay. I don't. I don't believe in time as anything other than a divisive measurement. And I don't know anything about quantum physics. I see, but I. Um, I just I don't believe that it's plausible because it involves so much manipulating everything else that people can just that people can just travel through time. I mean, I feel like I know for a fact, like if somebody traveled through time and, and messed up something in my life, you would keep getting these waves of change. Everything would have to be updated. It just doesn't make any sense. But anyway, I haven't really. Thought it's about in a cartoon, it. so it's not a documentary. Um, I did watch Doctor Who for a bit. He time travels. That's, that's pretty, right. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, but then there's that weird line of like. If if that was a thing, like, what do you go back to fix? Yeah, you know, or do you, or or are like, or can you not? Can you? Yeah. I don't. You know, the it's not for this podcast. No, especially for this movie. Um, well, I'm gonna segue and just say, friends, if you've got a whole bunch of regrets, just you know what, just let them go. You only live in the in the present. If you can fix it in the present. Get on fixing in the present. You'll know when you feel better. You'll know when they feel better. You know when you made it better. But if you've got a lot of regrets in your life, just don't worry about it. You cannot fix it. Live with what you got. Make it happen. A big guy in blue robes and 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 uh, anachronistic glasses comes up to you and says, "Come on, we're going to go to Bermuda, 1947." And say why? Um, and don't go. I don't know. It was the first year that came out of my mouth. I don't know what happened to huh. Bermuda in 1947. Probably a UFO. Slipped out of the triangle dimension. Was that, Thank you. Was that, yeah, was that when that happened? 1947 was a big year for UFOs, I'll tell you that much. Cool. But so, like, that's when Roswell was a thing? Oh. Yeah, that was actually exactly the year that Roswell happened. So, like, I kind of wish that I did not have a job so I could have done that. They can't stop all of us. It's not hard to lose a job. No. You want to, like, make that happen. No, but no, it's past now. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what I regret. Not going back to that, like, can't stop all of us yep, storming yep. Area 51. Yep, for sure. For that sure. That funny. Yeah. Nelly, you want to join us in Area 51? Good She's girl. Done. Look at that. She doesn't answer All right, let's, what, questions. are we done? Can we Should rate we it? rate it? Let's rate this fucker. Uh, we're rating out of, <laughs> I'm rating out of swords. Only as many swords as we can pull out of the cool. Um, that's going to be easy. Mm-hmm. One, one sword. This is down in your hall of shame. Yeah, I uh, did not like it. Was not enthused. I asked Colin if I could say that this was not great, and he's like, "I just watched it all as a kid. I don't know if I still currently like it. There's bits that could have been better." Yeah, and I'm on. I honestly debated giving it a zero, but I like the water. I thought. I thought Merlin could have been a lot cheekier. Yeah, he could have. But he was still kind of cheeky. I like that all the adults weren't jackasses to Arthur, just like his adoptive situation was. Because yeah. um, the guy was like, uh, no, let's stop pulling it out. Let's give the boy a shot. Let's be fair. Yeah, let's be fair. Yeah. And that the other adults were like, clearly, like, uh, no, like, let's see if this is for real, because clearly you're not lifting it, these yeah. 20 people. And I like that. I don't know if that's a full sword's worth of stuff. Honestly, if we're doing quarters, it would be like a quarter, maybe 75, three-fourths of a sword. Whatever. Man, it was fun making the science experiment one stone. One, sorry. One sword. I love it because we spent so long debating swords or stones. More than watching the movie. can't even decide. Oh, no. Well, Aaron was picking up the cocktail bomb and I saw a stone. Anyway. You were ruining the podcast. No, you didn't. We did. One sword. One sword. It's so funny because in a modern Disney or Pixar movie, that moment with the sword and stone would be like 
I would, five you would have, minutes later. And you would have cried. Yes, it would have milked Glitter, it. you would have cried glitter. In this movie, he just takes it out. A lot in this movie doesn't work. You can see the intention. Mm -hmm. I do kind of like some of Merlin's performance. Yeah. I like some of the dialogue. Um, I like it one sword enough. But it just, and yeah, the stylized. Uh, there you go. Perfect. I mean, <laughs> it's how you use it. Just Sorry, you know. I'll let you talk. But no, no, it's, no, please. This is a nice reversal of roles. But like, um, it, it, it just too much about this movie just doesn't hit. Yeah. I, I was fond of the idea and I didn't like, it just bored me more than it annoyed me. And I wanted to give it like a two and a half, but I think. I think it's going to land on a two. Yay! It's just not so great. Yay. Trash in this, you know, screw you, Walt. Well, because he said two and a half. And to me, so, okay. Here's my system with the rating. Five is absolutely perfect. And I know I gave Snow White a five, but that was the first one. We were we were high on ourselves and doing this stuff. We were high on ourselves. We remain high on ourselves, but not uh, the ratings. But, but that was like a nostalgic, we're doing it, we're finally getting it done. If I could go back in time, I'd probably change it. But, oh, however, gosh. my rating thing is so complex. Mm. I base it on. You don't even know, guys. Go ahead. I base also. I, I talked about it during Snow White and all these other ones. Like for this time and what they've done previously. Yes. This is this is the feats that they've done, the story, the characters, the voices, the work that went into it, and then emotion mm -hmm. at the end of it. Mm -hmm. So for me, this one seems like there's very lackluster technology. Mm -hmm. The for the time and the place, it's not that good, especially knowing that they're currently working on Mary Poppins, yeah. which combining live action and animation in, in a beautiful way mm -hmm. with great songs. Mm -hmm. Honestly, maybe the Sherman Brothers just needed this one as a warm up, and that's fine. Not every movie is Probably. going to be great, so. You know, and like, I know I gave Dumbo a bad rating, but for me, five is absolutely perfect. One is the lowest of the low. And a three would be like, okay, that's good. You're on yeah, track. Right. Uh, you're on track. This so for me, really it's like, uh, for me, a three is like, okay, that was, that was good. I was engaged. It was solid. It wasn't perfect. wasn't out. A four is outstanding. Five is perfect. Yeah. So when he said two and a half, I'm like, to me, so my grading, that's closer to like a three, which is good. So yeah. I was very confused. So yeah. your grading scale. But this is, well, I'm saying this This is great to talk about because anytime you presume to rate something, there's always a, a chorus of people that are like, how dare mm -hmm. you quantify art? But I think you described it really well. I do think every critic knows, A, it's a little subjective, and B, it's a mixture of things. Yeah. But I think the main thing to do is, okay, go into a movie with an open mind, allow it to impress you, mm -hmm. and chart chart how it hits you chart how it makes you feel chart the responses and give it the credit where it's due and don't give it the credit where it's not due mm -hmm. factor in emotion factor in intelligence factor in craft factor in context of time yeah. uh -huh. these are all great things um and for me i would say yeah i mean five is perfect for uh when i i feel like when i get to four i'm like okay you're real good but this was a problem for me four and a half is that beautiful realm of you're really good, but maybe you're not perfect. Well, yeah, no, but to me, four and a half is like everything great. Maybe just yeah. maybe, but something was missing to make it perfect. I, I give I give Snow White a four. Yeah, I think it was and exactly I that. I, I think again, looking back, probably so. Mm -hmm. We I it was, was just that like chunk ah, off. About I think that three. You're right. It's it, it's in, it's not terrible, but it suggests indifference. Yeah, and I think that two and one. I think one is like five insofar as if you've hit that point of ultimate goodness or badness, mm -hmm. then you're there. And two is for getting there. Yeah, because I guess we're not giving zeros. But I agree that two and a half. If I'd given it that, it would have been like, okay, sword, I got you, but no. two is more like, is all good. right, fuck, fuck off. Guys. Two is Come good. On. Two and a half. If Merlin was voiced differently, mm -hmm. or if there was a little bit of business after 
Arthur getting the stone and becoming yeah. king. Something that oomph, for me to get it to a two yeah. personally, and for you to get it to a two and a half. For real. So that's for good real. to know where we're sta- staying. So that's why he's always going to rate. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing. I am cutthroat. Wouldn't you think? I grade things for a living. Wouldn't you? Cut. Th- that's true. But wouldn't you think, being the Disney fan you are, because you are always less skeptical about Walt about the Disney thing. You would expect, and also you're just a really like, big-hearted person, and yeah. I'm just a cynical asshole. Yeah. Wouldn't you think that you would be giving these movies high ratings? Yeah. And I would be the dick. Yes. And I'm not. No. That's crazy. I'm the I'm the dick. I would be too easy. I'm the too, dick. I'm the dick. Anyway. Guys, if you guessed the dick wrong. Yeah. I have glitter everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm glitter high right now. That's what you tell the dick. <laughs> Write us in to, your suggestions of who should have played I have to sweep up all this glitter. <laughs> so, Steen... Tell them yes. what they can do, where they can find us. Excellent. Where they can buy. So, again, thanks to Anchor.fm. They take care of all that for us. So, we are available basically everywhere podcasts are found or sold. You know where to find us. You can see us on Instagram for our beautiful cocktail pictures and our video now with this exploding cocktail. Woo! You can meet Nelly. Signings are available. Sign mm-hmm. up at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. No, you can't meet Nelly and don't sign up for Comic Con. She's an early bedtime. Though. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, so you can meet us on. Oh, we got a new website. So I know you guys have known this for six episodes or so now, but we yeah. have a new website, DisneySwallies.com. We now have, you can hear us thrilling to it. Yeah, we have um, little articles about maybe stuff that we missed or referenced in, in the episodes, and it lists our ratings for easy viewing. For those keeping score at mm-hmm, home, which mm-hmm. is awesome, I'm very proud of it. Mm-hmm. We got we were gifted it for Christmas. Yes, so thank you, Santa. Thank you, Santa Collins. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate you and love you the most. And um, Santa's last name is Collins. Yeah, it is. And there you go. Wow. Anyway, um, <laughs> and yeah, find us online. Email us. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't have an email linked to our website because that costs extra. Mm-hmm. So just email us at disneyfollies@gmail.com. And chant uh, our dishes. Send yeah, send us beautiful. Merch. We have Disney's Follies glasses, so yeah. any other, anything else. Is fine. Yeah, and once we get big, guys, we'll make merch for you oh, guys yes. to purchase. Oh, yes. So, you just wait. Moana episode. We're going to be superstars. Yeah. All Cover right. Cover of Podcast Magazine. Ooh. What? Yeah, that's the dream. <laughs> Why would there be a Well, they have to found Why it Why would first? there be an outdated so print for new me? Like, that doesn't True. make any sense. See, we're coming up with all the great stuff, you it's guys. Like... Listen, Folliers, Folly Artists. <laughs> We love you. I like Foley Artists. Let's call Let's you guys call Foley, you Foley Artists. artists. You're all artists. Really. You guys can vote on your own name. We don't exactly. want to name you. No, you that's name true. yourself. Take You're a your poll. own people. Just do it. Person. Send us the form. Send, we'll yeah. sign it. We'll, we'll write you off we'll on our notarize taxes. it. Exactly. See you real soon. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>